Welcome back to another episode of the Notorious OGs. I'm Honestly Hope. I'm here with Ali Bell and Dragon Z. Today we're talking about red flags and green flags in relationships. I think a big one for me is people who don't take action. Like they're always trying to say that they're going to do this or they want to do this, whether it's for themselves or their kid or the next person. And they don't take action. That's a red flag for me. Whereas a green flag are people that, you know, they say they're going to do stuff and they put action to that and they have that mindset. Dragon D, what about you? Okay, green flags, red flags in a relationship. Because if we see a red flag, why would we date them? Because that was good. <laughs> How would you know that? So test drive, test drive. Test drive. <laughs> Not if it's a red flag. I mean, this one is a hard one for me because obviously, I mean, I've been in that relationship for quite a long time. So it's kind of like maybe the red flags and <clears throat> red flags and green flags now are kind of different, right? If I was knocking on wood, I was to go out of this relationship. Mm-hmm. I would be my red flags now, you know, like now, now this is where I kind of sit down and kind of educate me on it, you know, like what if, what if, you know? But there also might be cream flags that I may not see. So, yeah, now that you've been in a 30 year long relationship, you know, you'll know <laughs> what works better and what you should have uh-huh. looked for and everything. So, you have a different perspective. Yeah. And then, of course, technology has advanced so much. Now, with social media, you know, now people being on their phones more than ever before. Is that a red flag? Or is that a green flag? You know what I mean? It depends. Like, hmm, that's tough. That's tough. Because hmm. if they're not on social media, it's kind of like, well, what's what's wrong? What's different about you? Like, why? Mm-hmm. Or what are you hiding? But if they are on it too much, that's definitely a problem. Yeah. There has to be, like, a balance. Or what is the purpose of using their social media? Does their business depend on them? Mm-hmm. using social media are they a realtor are they advertising on there do they have a podcast that they need to advertise on there yeah you know or does social media have nothing to do with their livelihood i'm definitely thinking about it now more more that we get into the conversation like if i was to go and even in that relationship with a friend right part of the red flags that i've noticed at least for me <clears throat> is um I guess being very selfish in the sense that let's say, for example, if we are to meet or have a, you know, a coffee time with a friend or, you know, whether it's my friend and I, and we kind of solely focus on their problems and, and not be open to listening. Also my side of what's happening with me. I think that has, that has happened to me. And of course you kind of learn from, from experience, right? You're like, "Mm." Yeah, you know, I want to be able to, just like I listen to that person, I want that person to also listen to me and to kind of hear me out and or, or give me perspective, right? Right. Give what, give what they take. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it will be different if we're kind of scheduling a coffee chat just to solely speak about the issues that are with that person. And mind you, that obviously that can go a different route, but 
it has happened to me in the past and obviously you know I'm at, I'm at a different place now with those relationships they're no longer relationships I think that you kind of learn and you kind of move on with evolving more of the re beautiful relationship that you currently have mm -hmm. but to me at least that that has been a red flag a big red flag I agree Like, I had someone that I talked to who, anytime I would say, like, anything about my day, because, you know, my life is a series of unfortunate events, it would be, like, negative stuff, and I'm not, like, calling to vent or whatever. It's just like, oh, how's your day? And I go over the details of my day, and then they're like, oh, well, yeah, it's like, he would try to one-up me. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, my day's worse because, like, what? And one time, even during a, a disagreement, he was like, I'm not trying to have a contest with you and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? Like, you can kind of tell that's how their mindset is because they they need the pity and they need the attention and they need... So it's definitely, I agree with you, a red flag in any type of relationship. What about crossing boundaries? I feel like that's a red flag. Yeah. Like, how so? Like, for example, I have, like, Anybody can have a set of boundaries. And when you cross that line, like, it becomes disrespectful. Like, if, they, for example, I have a touch <laughs> subject that I wouldn't want, you know, to talk about whatever, and you and you keep on nagging about that, that specific topic, like, that's, cross, that's crossing a line. Like, well, you know what, Ali Bell? I feel like you airing out our dirty laundry right now is you crossing a line. <laughs> and you're, you're yeah. not yeah. respecting my boundaries by putting this on here. What dirty laundry? Pay <laughs> <laughs> for real? No, 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 no. <laughs> we keep that in private, Hope. Come on, don't start. It's too early. <laughs> it's late. What are you talking oh, about? It's, it's too early in the start of the podcast to start with a little drama. I was just joking with you. You know that. <laughs> I know. I know. A little, you you should see my face. I was like, wait, what? She's <laughs> like, what did I miss? Yeah, no. <laughs> we should have kept it going. <laughs> I was like, wait, you guys were just walking by hand last week when I saw you. <laughs> I, I have to show her some love because then she complains that I don't show her any love. You That's know? the boundary. She doesn't want to hold my hand. She's the physical boundary. I'm not allowed to touch her. I freaking love it. I really, I really love seeing that, you know, and and someone had actually taken a picture of that moment, and it's just so beautiful to see. Who took that picture? I want to know. First of all, it was a setup because I told them to take a. I said, "Get your camera." I said, "I told them get your phone ready," and then I went to hold your hand. Now you didn't plan on holding my hand, or you didn't know a picture was going to be taken, but I planned for that to happen. Lord. I need yep. to see what you're going to do. And of course, because you love me so much and I supposedly come first, you help me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do, you do, you do. The I love, love you have for You know what's a red flag? Lying huh? about little things. Like, <laughs> how can I trust you if you lie about the simplest, smallest things? Like, just be honest. What are you lying for? Or not even necessarily lying, but hiding, hiding things. So I would say one of my top red flags and green is because they go hand in hand. They're opposites. 
it mean is being open and honest, like upfront. You're upfront about stuff. You're honest about it. You're open about it. And then the red, you're hiding stuff or acting suspicious or straight up lying. And for what? What, what does that do at the end of the day? You're just adding salt to the wound. But you know what? Like, it's so hard to come across somebody who's willing to be open about, like, about anything, especially, like, about their feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's, it shouldn't be that hard. Like, if me and you are trying to have, like, a relationship or if we're dating, like, you would think that you would want to be open with me, at least with me. Mm-hmm. And and nowadays, like it goes both ways with girls and guys. It's just hard to come across somebody who's willing to open those doors and be vulnerable with you. I agree. I think honestly, like you touch on something, Ali, that I always have found to be so beautiful is like vulnerability. And although I am not an open book, and people that follow me on Instagram might notice. Or, you know, I'm not posting everything. I'm really not into, like, kind of this, you know, just portraying my lifestyle. None of that. I really, mm-hmm. really don't. I, I really have, like, a small sense of my own privacy in my own way, right? But when it comes to kind of building a relationship or even creating a friendship, just like the one that we have created, the five of us, I think the bond with each other and with a relationship, though, ugh. am I vulnerable with one? Yes, definitely. A hundred percent. And I think sometimes I could be too vulnerable that it can come across as maybe sensitive, you know, on top of being a cancer. But, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm an emotional wreck. But it kind of builds up a relationship. I think the vulnerability portion, it kinda, it's, a, it's a green flag. In all, in all ways, at least in my eyes, it really is. Yeah, that's how you get to know people and build trust and communicate, you know? Yeah. Like, I would say, like, I'm not the most vulnerable person out there. I think I keep a lot of things to myself, and it's hard for me to really, like, open up to people. Um, Like, for example, on Instagram, like, on social media, like, I keep it to a to a minimum like I select what I want to share because believe it or not there's people out there that you share your life like and you're gonna receive hate like for one reason or another you know what I mean (laughs) so (laughs) so like I've learned you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna share what I want I'm gonna be selective about it but the people who truly know me the ones who I truly keep a relationship with are you saying that you share stuff on a close friends list and I'm not on it? Girl, <laughs> bye. Don't share it, so. Girl, bye. I do share vulnerable things with you. Yeah, but not on social media. I'm talking about on social media. Girl, I'm not going to share my vulnerability on social media. <laughs> For what? Yeah. I mean, that goes back to what we were saying, though, about too much time and this and that in social media. I think people misuse social media. And it's supposed to help us be connected, but we're disconnected. But maybe perhaps if people were more vulnerable, Mm -hmm. we could be more connected if they limited the time and 
we're transparent. But no matter what you share or don't share, if you don't post or you do post, you're still going to have people out there looking to be jealous or hateful or want to see you fail for whatever reason inside themselves. And it has nothing to do with you. And I even felt frustrated about this earlier today on my way to the gym, actually. And I was thinking about a conversation I had. Um, you guys know Richie. Mm-hmm. And I had had a conversation with him not too long ago about this. So you see Richie has, he uses his social media to build his his singing career, his musical career, his gospel career. So he puts a lot on there. And in the field of work we do, I've mentioned to him, like, I wouldn't do that. Like, I'm surprised that you do it. I understand why you have to, but I wouldn't. And he's like, you know, well, either way, people are going to say things or hate and this and that. And when I told him a situation I was going through, he kind of was like, but because look at what you're doing. You're doing a podcast. You're living your life. You're being happy. And people don't want to see you do good for whatever reason. And that just means you're doing something with your life and you're winning because you have people that want to see you fail. Yeah. And it sucks that it's like that, but it is the reality. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> How I see it is, you know, I, in the past, before our podcast, I was very private. Like, I even my account in, in Instagram was private. I would not allow, and you know, I was very selective, just like Ali, very selective, had a handful of people. Most of the people I had in there was people I knew or kind of knew of somebody that knew somebody, but... After the podcast, I kind of, you know, came to the realization that, you know, I want to expand my my options. I want to be able to kind of like take our podcast, obviously, to a different level, you know, to be part of this, right? It's, it's so wonderful from the very beginning, you know. But at the same time, I even told myself, you know, people are going to always either criticize you, talk about you. Follow you or unfollow you. It doesn't really matter. What it really matters is how you feel with what you do. And that's it. You know, it doesn't matter about the amount of followers. It doesn't matter about the amount of people you follow. It just matters about how happy you are with what you're doing and how. It's funny. I had two different conversations with the same person, both kind of like related to what you're saying. They were talking about a post that they wanted to do and this and that. And I was like, but it's not for the people that are following you or seeing it. It's for you. And I told them, do what you want to do, do what makes you happy. And and that's exactly everything you just said. And then at the same time, the flip side of that, someone was judging me for, you know, loving Chris Brown, but if loving (laughs) Brown, (laughs) loving Chris Brown or loving Disney makes me happy like who are you to make fun of me or comment on it like who cares who cares if what it looks like to you who cares if it makes me happy in my life then why should you comment on it why do you have a negative thing to say about it let me live let me do me it doesn't impact anybody I mean it impacts you guys a little bit because you know you have to listen to Chris Brown and whatever but you'd rather me be happy than unhappy so if listening to chris brown and obsessing over him or whatever you want to call it 
and the same thing with Disney makes me happy and escape from whatever troubles or stress I'm having. Great for me, mm-hmm. you know, like F everybody else and their opinions. But social media, it's hard because we also, as humans, we need interaction and we do care about other people and what they think. And it's hard because social media makes the bullying so much more prevalent and it's in our face and it's easier. And a lot of negativity is going to impact us. So D, I think you specifically share a lot of positive posts and because you share or like, or, you know, that impacts your algorithm and Mm. what social media is going to show you. Yeah. So as long as we continue to show and like positive things on social media, that's what our feeds are going to give us. We, And it's really kind of like metaphoric to the world. Whatever we're putting out into the world, we're going to get back, allegedly. Right. It's definitely a green flag for me. Positivity, optimism, you know, people that are really kind of there to support you all the way to motivate you and kind of lift you up in your failures, right? And then red flag for sure is the negativity, the constant nagging and complaining, you know, the the bringing you down type of people that are really not happy with seeing you grow, the ones that kind of drag you down. That's definitely a red flag for me. Okay, but devil's advocate, there's such thing as toxic positivity. Talk to me about that, I hope. Am I your toxic positivity hope? Oh my god! Wait, hold again? on. No, explain to me what what in I mean in your perception what is a po- po- positive? What is it? Toxic, toxic positivity? Yeah, yeah. Like someone who's just always very positive. Like again, we're humans. We have emotions. If I need to get something off my chest, let me get it off my chest. Let me have my moment. Let me feel my emotions instead of telling yeah. me to move on and look at the bright side. Or you know, there's just different comments that you can say. Where there's just people that are trying so hard to be positive, but it's like, take a break, take a breath, Mm -hmm. let's be in the moment, let's process these very real emotions instead of, you know, like, don't tell me I can do something when I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and I'm failing at it. I feel defeated. Let me feel defeated. Let me grow from it because there's a lesson and there's something I need to learn or do differently instead of just being, you know. Oh, you've got it. One more time. Oh, you got it. Oh, you can do this. Mm, it's okay. You'll get through this this hurdle that you have going on in life right now. You're going to get through it. Okay, but that doesn't help. Let me feel my emotions. Let me let out my frustration. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Yeah. No, that that definitely, there's a level of positivity too. Yeah. Into it, you know. <laughs> I mean, you can overly express it and kind of feel it, but at the same time, yes. When it comes to feelings, when it comes to you know, and that's when I where I said earlier, just allowing kind of you, yourself, you know, just not dragging people down. No, just let them feel, let them let them be themselves. And yes, that's kind of part of the positivity, right? Just allowing them their space, allowing them to kind of feel those emotions. But I, I do agree with you. I think in the sense of emotions and and kind of you know when they when people go through stuff, I you know there's a the, the sensitivity portion that comes that comes into play and, and yeah you could be positive about it but at the same time you you're you have to be the friend that allows that person to feel into and not to neglect their emotions mm-hmm. i think that's also important too 
And to these negative Nancys out there, like, keep your negativity to yourself, honey. We don't need it. We don't want it. We don't, but they're expressing their emotions, aren't they? <laughs> I just I just can't. It irks me. Yeah. And it depends on how, you know what I mean? They're- yeah, that's, that's, that is definitely a red and a green because mm-hmm. someone that doesn't know how to express themselves appropriately and and somebody that does huge difference yeah but also like that goes to a bigger societal issue because women are constantly being labeled you said it yourself earlier that you're too sensitive or something because we show emotions but at the same time men aren't allowed in the american society anyway for the longest to show their emotions or express their emotions in healthy ways but then if women do it you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. And like one of my kids used to say, I'm feeling X when blah, blah, blah. And an adult told my child, that's disrespectful. Don't say that to me. And they said it enough times where my child stopped doing it because a lot of adults don't take that as a child healthy expressing themselves, you know? So it's a, it's a huge problem. But there are people that are very avoidant. And I would say, you know, that goes to the not knowing how to communicate and express themselves. And that's the negative, the red. The biggest red flag of all, being a male. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Period. I, you better not put that on the podcast because we need male audience okay <laughs> we need male fans <laughs> they didn't choose what they came out as <laughs> you're so funny oh no that is not no mm-hmm. I, I i don't know how i will feel or i'm probably gonna need my girl's guidance if i ever become single i mean knocking on wood yeah man i'm gonna need guidance i'm gonna need like everybody on, on deck you know <laughs> what the hell do i do i have guidance for you if yeah. they have a y chromosome it's all the guidance you need and what about people who never apologize people who never apologize i think like if you're gonna do something own- like own your shit like be accountable for the things that you say and you do if you need to apologize i apologize Mm-hmm. I can't stand somebody who goes out of their way to be malicious and then thinks it's all good in the hood not to even think or consider that they owe someone an apology. Uh-huh. Yeah. Lack of accountability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think definitely that's a big red flag. Even on a friendship, you know what I mean? Like on a friendship, that's Yeah, a- on any level. Any on level. any level. Whether it's like family... Whether it's friends or in a relationship, like take accountability for the things that you say and do. I will apologize to my kids. A lot of people don't do that, and I think I've said that before. But if I'm wrong, I'm I'm wrong. I've been better about that myself with my kids, and and I think it may, it makes a difference for them on their eyes. Like, okay, you know, mom apologized. Like, she's she's a big person. You know, she really cares about my feelings and how I feel about what she did. And I think it kind of teaches them something. It really does. It kind of teaches them accountability and kind of like, you know, how to express yourself. So, yeah, I've been better about that. So that's definitely something that I, I've been doing with my kids, too. Well, I have to take this moment to apologize because 
<laughs> I'm being a hypocrite because I hate listening to people eat, and you guys are definitely all listening to me eat right now. Hopefully, you can't hear it. <laughs> no need to apologize, Hope. I completely understand. So, no, apologize, Hope. <laughs> apologize. <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. I'm really hungry. <laughs> uh, um, I I ate a lot like before noon so like my calories were very upside down and so I was busy like working and then I went to the gym and then because I went to the gym I'm even more hungry but I'm limited to my calories mind you I'm already over calories so yeah that's why I'm eating currently because I waited like mm, 10 hours since I've last eaten Lord Jesus that's too long Alibaba is another red flag another abusive behavior oh forget it that like hand fighting type of thing or like you know kind of like hitting somebody like you know jokingly and stuff Mm. i think that's that's a red flag like your hand shouldn't be on me whether you're joking or not yeah i think physical uh, abuse emotional or even mental mental abuse i'd like or verbal abuse. Yeah, exactly. I I really wish that in my previous relationship, like I would have seen those things, you know. But you kind of live and learn. And obviously now, you know that I went through it because he was uh it was a very physical, emotional, and mental abuse portion of my life that also kind of affected my self esteem and all of the above. You definitely don't want to move into. Or even start a relationship or even a friendship like that. Mm-hmm. I've had I've had like two very abusive relationships. And obviously I'm not gonna go into specifics about it. Mm-hmm. But it it does something to you mentally. Like you think like how am I gonna like overcome this? Like how would I ever be able to be with somebody else? Like it tears you down mentally, emotionally, like everything, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It does, but you have to see the warning signs, you know? And it's hard because some people have like a mask and they're only showing you so much and they build your, trying to build trust and then they break you down. So, like specifically someone who always is saying like negative things, but it's a joke. Mm-hmm. It's a joke. Oh, you can't take a joke. The second you say I can't take a joke, mm-hmm. I, you're, you're gaslighting. Yeah. If, if I'm telling you, so this goes back to respecting boundaries, right? Yes. If I'm telling you that you made this joke and it hurt my feelings and you tell me, well, I can't take a joke or I'm too sensitive. You're neglecting my boundary that I'm trying to set. You're gaslighting me. Mm-hmm. And it's not a joke. You're you're breaking it down because the more we continue to be exposed to the same or similar joke, the more we're going to internalize that. Yeah. And therein starts the emotional and mental abuse. What about jealousy? Like, it has happened to me. Like, if, if even if a, a friend is, like, super jealous or <clears throat> you, they become kind of, like, you know, over excessively, like, appropriate topic if you guys don't want Allie Bell to get in her feelings right now and start <laughs> arguing. Stop. Don't start with me. 
because we know who the jealous woman is in this yeah. relationship. Okay. It's okay. you. It's not me. <laughs> I did not bring that up because of you two were. <laughs> I don't seem like you did. <laughs> no. No, I mean, let's be honest. Like, how will we feel like if we have a partner like he's overly obsessively jealous? Like, is that well, is jealous or is it controlling? Let's define jealous. Jealous is when you're angry or upset that somebody has something that you want. If I'm in a relationship with Ali Bell, I have her. I don't give a f. Now. Can I be jealous of aspects of her relationship with somebody else? Like, oh, you don't give me as much time. Mm-hmm. Like, if you gave me more time. Yes, because that's something I want and I'm upset about. But what you're more so talking about, I feel like, is being controlling. Or, mm-hmm. you know, oh, you're always hanging out with this friend. That's us trying to mask it as if it's jealous, but it's not. It's it's trying to be controlling. Just my two, two cents. That's true. Yeah. And then the manipulation about it. Mm-hmm. That goes attached to the controlling part. Yeah, for sure. I hate I hate being called jealous. I'm not jealous. I don't want I don't want what they have. I don't like if I don't like a female that's in my man's life, it's not because I'm jealous, it's because I'm recognizing the red flags in that relationship or that their lack of boundaries and I'm trying to express it to you. It's not because I'm jealous that you talk to them or they're your friend. That That's not the issue. But that's what it gets labeled as. And that's a huge problem. Like, I hate that. That's a pet peeve of mine. Even in that relationship, like, if you kind of, like, deal with the jealousy portion of it, it's definitely not healthy. You know, thankfully, you know, I I don't have that issue in this relationship. But in a previous relationship, yeah, oh, my gosh, all the time, you know, checking the phone or, you know, even checking the email and things of that nature. It's like super unnecessary, very stressful. It was just not it was obviously not a healthy relationship. But if if I was to go off on a different relationship in the future, you kind of learn. And, you, you know, definitely for me, a red flag, a green flag, though. I just remember it and I've been so uplifted by the five of the four of you. It's kind of like, you know, seeing that people accept you for how you are. You know what I mean? Like there's really no judgment. Like there's just acceptance and and you feel so good within the group and you kind of feel welcome and, and they accept you for how you are, how you dress, how you feel, how you communicate. There's really no judgment. I think that's part of my green flags on our, on our friendship. And mm. I love that about you for disclaimer. I will never accept wearing tennis shoes with certain dresses. <laughs> oh, so I don't accept. Oh, <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> oh, but that's a green flag. I'm allowed to say that. I'm allowed to express myself. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> well, for the most part, don't attack me for it sometimes, but. Having a difference of opinion. Yeah. And being able to respect a difference of opinion. Total green flag. Yeah. You know what else I really love? Ali Bell used to be very reassuring. She doesn't do it more. She doesn't care about me. <laughs> but like, if I oh said, Oh my God, here we go. Doesn't respond. <laughs> like, it was never an issue, but she would go out of her way to say, 
hey, I'm doing this right now. I'll get back to you later. Like, I didn't ask her to do that. I didn't expect her to do that. But she started doing it. So now she doesn't do it. But <laughs> maybe her priorities change, Hope. No. It's not even about <laughs> Nice and respectful. Because at the same time, like, if we're talking about a guy that Alibaba is talking to or somebody is talking to, it's like, oh, so you can post on Instagram, but you're not going to respond to my texts, right? And, and again, it's not about jealousy or anything like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's being respectful of time and, like, showing an effort and showing you care and, like, you're considerate and want to communicate. So I used to love that Alibaba would do that. I have a another friend that will sometimes do that, but not all. Like, it's very inconsistent. So I used to really, really love that Ellie Bell would do that. Like it felt, it felt good. Like oh, she wants to make sure I don't feel some type of way, which I didn't. But now I do because she stopped doing it. But that's another story for another day. But I, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love commu- the the communication. Don't just ignore. You can say like, and I'll do that sometimes. I'll get a lot of DMs, and I'll be like. Or it'll be too much from one person. And I'll be like, I can't read this right now because I don't like my notifications. So I'll go in and open it so the notification goes away. So sometimes I'll say I can't read it right now. But when I can, I'll get back to you. Or if it's too much, I'll be like, I'm, I, I can't. If it's too many like reels or something not important, I'm like, I, I can't go through all this. I'm sorry. Like just being open and like communicating. And not just straight up ignoring somebody. Because it doesn't feel it doesn't feel good when you care or you're like somebody and you're trying to share with them and grow your bond or relationship, whatever, and you don't hear anything. Or you're going through something and you are trying to find comfort in your friend or your significant other and they're not like, you know. Yeah, I have to be better about that myself. Because I'm always kind of so disconnected from this device. And the little time that I have could kind of like sit down and kind of like go through it. It's during the very last hour of the day. And of course, at that time, everybody's already sleeping, you know. I'm not. You know, like most of the people are already kind of like probably under seventh cloud dreaming. But um, yeah, I have to be better at that myself, Hope. But if you feel what? that way, Hope, like I, I want to apologize because I know, like I've, <laughs> I've dropped, I've dropped the ball on certain things, and it's not because I've wanted to, but it's because I have a thousand and one other things on top of my plate right now. Like I feel like I've let go of a lot of things, fall through the cracks, and I have to get better at it. You know, because I'll be in the middle of, of a text message and I'll fall asleep. Mm. And then I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, shit, I never sent that message. Or I'll type the message and then I'll get entertained with something else and then I'll completely forget my phone. And then when I see it, I'm like, oh, shit, I never sent that message. And then I'll delete it and I won't send anything. Yeah, I don't like that. Sometimes you'll, I'll see the dots and then they go away and then you oh. never anything. But... Confession time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your apology. I'm not sure how sincere it is, but time oh my, it, is it is sincere. Oh, a real apology is changed behavior. So you said you're going to work on it. 
I can't wait to see your effort. Who? Me. Huh? Who, me? Me? No, she's talking about me. Well, yeah. I, I mean, you said it, you could work on it too, B, but. No, yeah, I have. But that's your normal pattern. Allie yeah, that, that definitely is my normal pattern. And I, and to be honest with you, like, I even have to do that work not only for my friends and but I mean poor my poor mom you know she she goes crazy when she doesn't find me or anything I don't respond back so I definitely you know mom sorry I apologize to you on this (laughs) for (laughs) being such a bad daughter and I know when you text me and I know sometimes you call me too and I just don't respond and you feel like I'm probably murdered somewhere but I'm okay (laughs) And I respond to her like so late. I feel I feel terrible. But I stopped sending her the memes at midnight. Good job. You made progress. I made progress. I did. <laughs> I'm totally gonna get in the shower while we're recording. Just FYI, to everybody. <laughs> oh, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Ali Bell, what's what's another red flag for you or a green one? Another red flag would be not willing to compromise Mm, okay because if i'm if i'm willing to compromise on something and you're not willing to to meet me halfway then what's the point Mm -hmm. heard you know like it has to be both ways it can't just be one-sided agreed especially in like intimate relation relationships you have to compromise like that's what a whole relationship is based off of you know, one of the big, big things. Right. Even in like in, in like a relationship or friendships, like if something like you need to, you know, meet me halfway on it. I mean, at least I feel. Yeah. And I mean, part of that, I think compromising takes different forms. So like if I like to do, if I like to listen to Chris Brown, right. Mm-hmm. You'll go to a Chris Brown concert with me and then I'll go to not Rihanna but I'll go to any other concert that you like with you. You sit like, just because I don't like that artist or I don't, because I'm going to go and do something with you that you enjoy, like an activity that you like, or let's say golfing and basketball. Mm-hmm. Like that's showing an interest and in taking an interest in your partner, your friend, whatever, their life and their interests. And that's how you bond more and you share each other's interests and in, in, I also think, like, uh, part of the green flags is, like, quality time, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's on a friendship or in a relationship, like, really kind of, like, maximizing that that time with your loved one or with even your friends. Like, you know, and i give you an example. Like, last week, you know, we saw each other, and it was just the quality time that we kind of spent. Like, yeah, we, we were singing along or we were kind of, like, you know, enjoying concert and it was amazing it's the, those little tiny moments you know that that make it make it such a at least for me it makes it such a big deal like it's it's such a green flag it's like wow you know we're doing this together we're kind of taking the time out of our busy weeks and, and stuff you know um obviously for some of us the commute was a little longer but we made it happen and those that that quality time for me is definitely like a green flag huge green flag I would have to say a green flag for me is gratitude towards the other person. Like when we went to a concert, like I was grateful for you guys because you guys lived so far and the commute for you guys was was like a real drive. And I felt grateful that you guys took the time out of 
your busy schedules to come all the way down here to Miami and and to be able to spend that time with us like to me that that meant the world and it made it and it made that concert like so much like special yeah oh it was really like even so that concert and then the one last night I actually was thinking about this earlier like just all of us (laughs) together and (laughs) don't laugh because I'm in the shower (laughs) and literally just our vibe together and being able to have a good time together and whatever but going to what you said like even you guys coming up to Hopeville I love it and I appreciate it because it's way far for all of you Mm -hmm. I love it and that's why when you come to Hopeville I let you use a Hello Kitty blanket because I know that you like it (laughs) <laughs> my blanket I miss it I'm gonna sleep with it tonight for you me okay. and Christopher you and Christopher do that for me we will we will speaking of you're gonna have to come up soon it's been a while I know it's been since when since your birthday yes actually oh my god it's about to be three months That's yes, unacceptable May. unacceptable We have to plan something. I'm trying to think, is there any other, like, major... You know what? Here's one. I hate guys who want me to talk to them or want a relationship and just people in general or relationships in general, and they don't put in effort. So if you put in an effort, green, all green. Like, don't... Don't expect me to chase you for whatever it is as a friend or whatever like I shouldn't have to chase you if you're not also chasing and I hate that people say that well I'm not going to chase you I'm the catch okay but if I feel the same way this is going to go nowhere friendship or whatever like if I have a friend and they're not they have a complaint and I'm making an effort and then they're they're not or they're not doing their shares it is what it is or if a guy wants to allegedly go out with me and take me on a date, but you're not planning it or you're not taking into consideration my schedule or whatever, you just want me to be available or, you know, you, like there was a friend I went to a movie with and because I was really busy, I communicated that to him. Like, hey, I'm really busy. I'm not going to be able to look into this, but this is my availability. So, he is less busy than me, and he took the time. He found the theater. He figured out what movie and when and, and let me know, and I, I showed up. And I really appreciated the effort. It was so simple, and it was such a huge thing to me just because, like, I'm super busy right now, and I can't do this. Mm-hmm. But he was able to do that and put forth that effort. And that friend, like, to me, you're more special because you put forth the effort. Whereas on the flip side, let's say, for example, maybe I'm jealous about this. Maybe I'm not. I don't think I'm jealous. I think it's just a thing. Like, if I see some of my friends posting their friends on their birthday or making a big deal about their other friends' birthdays, but you didn't say like barely said happy birthday to me, like that bothers me because not because I'm jealous, but because where's the effort in our friendship? Mm -hmm. Especially if I go out of my way to say happy birthday to you or like whatever, 
which is it's me that's me it's me thing i love birthdays they're a big deal to me because it's the individual person that you get to celebrate Mm -hmm. but i i take it with a grain of salt because i know that's me putting an expectation or pressure because of my own feelings so i i apply that to the situation but like yeah if you barely said happy birthday to me but then i see you doing all this for your other friends and it's like i have to reevaluate our relationship because clearly i'm not as important true but i also think when someone doesn't appreciate your time Mm. you know like if if i'm taking the time out of my out of my schedule like to say we're going out to a dinner or whatever and you're gonna spend more than half the time on your phone oh now you're disrespecting me and my time because i could have been home or i could have been doing anything else instead of sitting here looking at the at the sky yeah. So, first of all, once again, you're putting our business out there. No. Oh <laughs> but I feel like <laughs> if you're half an hour late, I can be on my phone because you disrespected my time by being late. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just messing because, you know, some people listening and some people on here are like notoriously late. And it drives, you guys know, it drives me crazy. I run on cubic time, okay? No, and it's running- disrespectful. It's disrespectful to everyone that's not running on the same time as you. But I'm always like at least like ten minutes late. It's never more than that. <laughs> so plan that you're gonna be ten minutes late and put in your head it's ten minutes earlier or something. Do something different. I mean, ten isn't bad. Five to ten minutes is not bad. De- depending on the situation, is not bad. Like if there's, because I'm the type of person, like. Even tomorrow, for example, mm-hmm. I have to get up at this time. I need to leave by this time so I can be there by this time, which means I have to, like, that's all in my head. So if that gets thrown off, not because it's in my head, but because I know the time frames for everything. Mm-hmm. So if that time frame gets thrown off, the whole day is thrown off now. Now we know that for hope, uh, not being on time, he's ever. It's- Red, red, red. <laughs> her biggest pet peeve of life. Like for the concert, literally, I stressed out so bad because I was like, if I'm not there on time, this girl's gonna eat me alive. <laughs> I got to Bridget's house, I was sweating. I was like, Bridget, we need to go. We're late. She, she told me, Be in my house by 7 15. I was making it there 7 14. I'm like, I'm here, I'm here. And she still wasn't ready. I was like, We need to go. We need to go. I apologize. I don't mean to cause you stress. Because I was going to see Yessi regardless. Okay? Like, I'm going to see... Sam Smith, you're great and everything, but I really wanted to see Jesse Reyes. And she is the opening act. 8 o'clock. I have to be in my seat. And I was not in my seat, but I got there very quickly. And you came with me. And you were there on time to come there with me. So, it worked out. Thank you. And I'm sorry. (laughs) Another green flag for me is having a friend... Knows how to drive to the highway from Broward to Miami. Because <laughs> <laughs> holy ish, hope you drove like, like I don't know, like you had, you were you. Everybody knew you were coming. <laughs> He's like, oh, we made it there so quickly. I even told her, like, gee, you know, I can't believe we're already here. <laughs> no, and she said while we we're driving, she's like, you're a good driver. I'm like, Allie would disagree, but no. thank you. 
She's a, she drives like she's like in NASCAR. It's horrible. <laughs> she puts me on edge. I have to put my car on sports mode to even like be behind her. I was literally going the speed limit. So if your car has to be on sports mode to go on the speed limit, get your car checked, okay? No, because I don't I don't I don't drive the way you drive, Hope. Okay. I want to make it alive in one piece. Yeah. I'm alive and I'm <laughs> but yes. Thank you, D. I appreciate that so much. And I'm sorry, Ali Bell. <laughs> I have places <laughs> to be and things to do. Girl. Bye. Bye. Like, I will yell at cars sometimes if, like, they're driving slow. Yep. I will yell at them, like, if you don't have anywhere to be, get off the road. The rest of us have somewhere to be. Please, get off the road. Life is short. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have time for this. Go. What was it? The day that we went um, kayaking? Oh my god! On the highway, that like almost like that three car collision that I saw your car and I was like, oh my god, hope, hope, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. I, I was. <laughs> I know we were all nervous. <laughs> I was nervous, I, but that's the thing. Like I pay attention when I'm driving. You guys might not think I'm paying attention. No, I'm looking in all my like I'm paying attention. I am on alert. I am very focused, even if it seems like I'm not focused. Yeah, she is. She called me out once uh, when I was driving and I messed up on something. She called me out on a D. And I'm like, oops, sorry. <laughs> you know, she's paying attention, yo. She was paying attention. Always. Even when you're stopped, you still have to pay attention to the other cars on the road and what they're doing because it impacts you. Right. And driving lessons, we hope. Yes. I mean... I love it though. No, but you, I think you drive really good. I would say <laughs> otherwise, but okay. I feel safe. I feel safe. Fast and safe are two different things. I would know. I, then there, was that, there was a point that her water went uh, underneath her, my chair, my the driver's, the passenger seat. You know, I had to. Unbuckle my seatbelt while in the highway, trying to get the water. <laughs> I, I I still feel safe then. Unbuckling my seatbelt, trying to get the water. <laughs> Which I wouldn't recommend doing. She insisted, but we've really gotten off the topic of um our topic. No, I think those are green flags, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paying attention, being safe, because you can apply that in. Like, just being aware of your surroundings. Because even when we all go out with our other friends, like, if we we know that we don't have to pay as much attention because we have somebody who is there paying attention on our behalf, you know? Being with us together. But am I lying? If we all go out somewhere together, Mm -hmm. even when I went to EDC and met, met him and Salma for the first time, like, he... Me and Selma walked ahead of him, and he stayed where he could be within reach of us, but he could see us and see the surroundings around us, mm-hmm. you know? And it was like that all night. Yeah, even even every every time we go out and we we, we walk, that that's how that's how he is. He's yeah. very he's very like overprotective, not overprotective, but like he's very protective of us. Like he'll let us have our our space and our time but once he sees something 
he he yeah. he's there. Mm-hmm. In between, like I think we were out somewhere and people were dancing. We were dancing, singing, and having a good time, minding our business. And the table next to us started getting into an argument, and he was observing that. And he like put his body between us and the other table. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like the bodyguard. That's a that's a green flag for hope. Yeah, somebody that you know can definitely allow you to sit where you want to sit at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know you can have a good view of, of of everything surrounding you. But I think that's really cool though that that you have that though that that mentality of like being having that awareness, you know, being very aware of your surroundings. Yeah. But nowadays, I feel like you have to. It's not like if you yeah. want to, it's it's like a must. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have kids too, you know. Mm-hmm. Nowadays is. And my kids don't understand that. They think I'm overprotective, extra, but I'm not. I just know the realities. Yeah, because anything can happen in a blink of an eye. Whether it's with the kids or whether it's with us, like you need to be like on your toes at all times. Mm-hmm. Having an open mind, I think, is a major, like, I like to, as a Gemini, be able to have or challenge people's opinions on things, and not, like I did earlier, and I do with you guys a lot, and not necessarily because that's what I believe, but as a Gemini, I can see both sides of the coin, I can see both sides of an argument, not like an argument, like we're going back and forth, but like, you know, like debate club argument or whatever, a point I can see both sides Mm -hmm. and so often I get labeled or I am sometimes indecisive because of that or labeled a certain way because of that but I also like to challenge people intellectually like let's have a debate about this topic let me and not necessarily that I don't agree with them but I just want to like well what about this and what like let me challenge you and it stimulates my mind and I like to see how open-minded people are because when I do that I'm challenging you but I also can see if you're open to different perspectives and I think that's really important in a relationship because that's going to come back to compromising that's going to come back to how you deal with situations in the relationship and different problems in the relationship how good are you at communicating because if you don't agree with me and you shut down or you catch an attitude oh you're stupid you don't know what you know like, mm-hmm. that says a lot. So I think that's something, like, that I'll do. And if you want to label me difficult, label me difficult. I'll be difficult. Because it, it says a lot about people when how they respond to that when they're put in that situation. Not that I'm testing them. I mean, it sounds like I'm testing them. But that's just, I think it's part of my, because I do it with you guys. Yeah. I do it and, with everyone. And, and me and you, we've had certain conversations where we've had a difference of opinion. But we've never taken it personally. Like, we've yeah. understood where we've, you know, where one of us is coming from. But we're like, all right, like, I see where you're coming from. But. Right. You know. And we and you and I have both been able to keep that open mind and see, mm-hmm. like, you've said to me before, oh, I didn't think of it that way. You know, it's mm-hmm. good to look at things from different perspectives. Not necessarily with the goal of changing the other person's perspective, but just keeping an open mind and being sharp and being able to problem solve in different ways that you might not have otherwise or thinking about oh this person is acting this way oh well maybe they're going through xyz you know instead Mm -hmm. of just 
oh, they're negative Nancy and blah, 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 blah. Like, maybe they're going through something. Mm-hmm. I mean, but with all being said, I think that we all have to respect. We're all different, and we're all going to have a different set of opinion. And what my red flag can be, it will be different for you. And I think that it all comes down to respect. We all have to respect each other and acknowledge that we're all different. And it's okay to be different. There's we- we can't all be the same and have the same mentality because then how would that work? All right. Well, I think that was a good um, good topic, though. Yes. We did a lot of around-about conversations, and I like the fact that we're continuing to keep it real because we started it off that way, so, like, fuck not. Exactly. But I do want to say out there as a disclaimer to anybody who's listening to us, um, we do apologize for the inconsistency of not putting content out there. Please understand that we're trying really hard to put out continuous content on a weekly basis, but our schedules have been super conflicting. So we're working on that for you. And we really do hope you enjoyed this.